This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! I mean, I'm just, uh, it's been uh, it's been a long week, man. Uh, it's been a long few weeks. I mean, have you guys heard about this, this, uh, this virus thing? It's a problem. <laughs> uh yeah man i i get to go back to work on friday uh that's cool yeah man i'm looking forward to it i never I thought cool. <laughs> i would stare down the barrel of a five-week paid vacation and think to myself i'd rather be at work but that's the state i've come to as a 45 year old man I'd rather be at work than have a five-week paid vacation. Yeah, how how are you handling uh, everything right now? Oh well, you know, I, as I mentioned before, on the thing, I got a job working for a fucking cook for an old folks' home, so that's fun. How's that been get, going? That's ah, all right. It's a job for now. I said we're closed down for the next month still, so. I really, literally have nothing better to do. I had a day off today, and got to go in this weekend, and I'm on for seven straight days. So, pays good. So that's good. What nice. do you think you'll keep it up after the bar reopens, or I mean, probably at least for either a I find something better, or b I make it rich in the stock market where I got all my old 401k money from my office job from a year and a half ago, invested in a bunch of the coronavirus uh, vaccine companies and stuff, but I guess we'll see how that goes. That sounds like it's going to go poorly for you. Yes. How are you? How's your investments in Taco Bell? Skyrocketing? No, I don't waste my money on the stock market. You waste it buying more credits than GTA? No, I haven't played GTA in about 72 hours. Or whatever. Wow, seventy-two hours is that far away? No, I logged in was I logged in yesterday? I think to uh, I was gonna check out the new Gerald missions, and um, I got paid a bunch of money, and then uh, I got enraged when I went to the casino, and for the third straight time, got clothing instead of a car. I've yet to get a car. I think Derek has got a car every time he spun that stupid casino wheel. I got fucking clothes on everywhere. Never got that goddamn Kiflon t-shirt that Ren's gotten like 18 of for my club. Fuck GTA. Why do we even bring this game up? Don't you have enough cars? I feel like you've got more of stuff on that game than anybody else I know. Alright, first off, yes, but these are free cars that you win by spinning a wheel. Uh, And I infuriatingly have not won a single car. Yeah, but like, are they just cars you could just get anyway? Uh, sometimes, I mean, they're all kind of, like, uniquely styled cars, but they're, I mean, they're cars you could purchase. I don't know if you can necessarily get, I'm sure you'd have, if you focused and got the combinations of color schemes or whatever they've done to them. Well, that's Look, your I favorite just part. Is ex- fucking car? How about you sh- fucking eat a dick, Recon? How about your that? favorite How about thing those? is excess. Your favorite thing to do is accessorize, so let's just. No matter yeah. what it is. You say it like it's fucking negative, my dude. I'm saying you're a 12-year-old girl trapped in a 40-year-old man's body. And? Well, just making commentary. And? It doesn't sound like you're making uh, meaningful commentary. It sounds like you're just being a fucking gas bag 
releasing hot air. <laughs> That's what you sound like. Punch. I mean, I feel you're like already a co-host should, of the show. You should follow show. that up with like, uh, anyway, I got this cool bracelet. And <laughs> anyway, I got this cool bracelet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to send you a friendship bracelet, but now I think I'm just going to be sick. Uh, Recon, you been playing anything recently? Uh, I actually, lately, because I kept on checking the, there's no new games coming. You, you know, with them delaying fucking every movie that's coming out, you think some game designers would be like, you know what, let's bump up that release date of this game and just get it get it out. Let's not wait till September. Let's get it out right now yeah. when people are at home. Some of them have been pushed back more. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Like, like right uh, now. What was it? Cyberpunk was supposed to be out. By now, that would have been a uh, The great Last game of Us be... Part 2 was put back uh, Both twice. Both have been great games to play during quarantine. Yeah, I've been I've been using this. I bought this emulator a while back that's got a bunch of Super Nintendo, Nintendo, and just a shit ton of other games on it, and I've just been going through and playing some stuff on that. It's been pretty good. I just that's beat my cool. first beat my first Pokemon game. I beat Pokemon Red on that. Oh, nice. That was the one that I, I played not too long ago. I didn't you, catch uh, what them What starter all. did you use? Uh, blast uh, the Squirtle. Oh. So by the time I got by the time I got there, Blastoise was just really the only thing I used, and just fucking ran through everybody. Oh, so you just went through the the style of like make your main one as strong as possible. I mean, is that not a valid strategy? I mean, I guess it is. I think that's how I did it the first couple of times I've played. But ever since then, I've always tried to keep my like all of the ones that I get around the same level. But the problem with that is some, by the time I get to the end, they're not quite high enough. Like they're not quite as high as the, like the final four, uh, the elite four, whatever they're called. And, uh, I the thought one... they were called the fantastic four. No, they're not. They're not no. fantastic. You sound like doom. They're dicks. Sound like Dr. Doom. They're not so fantastic. I mean, there are four. They certainly got that part right. There is four of them. There are four of them. You know what? I'll I'll meet you halfway. There are four of them. Oh, crap. I just got a message. Dracula wants me to meet him on the moon. I wonder what he wants to talk about. Oh, shit. Not the moon again. Oh, man. Um... Speaking of video games, Recon, I wanted to ask you this. And, Billy, you can chime in since you are a fan of the genre. <clears throat> but I heard they're not going to do a new wrestling 2K game for next year. They're going to take a year to revamp the series. Was have You play 2K, right? The uh, 2K20 for wrestling? To answer yeah. your question, uh, I actually I have 2K19, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was good. Uh, I'd heard mixed things about the ones before that, so I didn't really play them. Uh, but I ended up getting 2K19 for like Christmas, not the year before last, and it, it's great. I really enjoyed it. It had a cool. Uh, it had some. It has some really cool. Uh, create like wrestler <coughs> wrestler's wrestlers. Ways to create wrestlers. Arenas, championship titles is really neat. They they've got a, and you can download like things that other people have made. So like people had made uh, uh, wrestlers from other companies. So you could like download them. Uh, it, it was it was cool. There's a lot of really cool things to like about it. 
And then I heard 2K20 had a lot of problems, and it didn't look particularly good. Like, the graphics, I thought, were a good step down from the year before. And I wasn't interested in getting, you know... I'm not usually... I wasn't interested in getting it right away anyway, because I'm like, I'm not going to spend $60 on a game that more or less is the same as one I already have. I don't know. Did you play Did you play 2K20? Or 2K, I didn't... I had, I had 18 was the last one I did. Oh, I mean, was the last one you played? Yeah. I mean, the reason they're going to not do the 20, a 21 is because 20 was such a fucking disaster. Well, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I, I wanted to know if you had played 20 and could speak to what the problems were. I've just seen some of the glitches on YouTube that are hilarious. Like, it's hilariously bad for somebody who's... It'd be like if you, you know, like EA Sports puts out a Madden game every year, and it's like, okay, but they have the same engine going, so you'd think they'd have most of the stuff down bad. It's almost like they threw the whole game away and started over again with just less people. It's like, I mean, I've seen glitches where guys were suddenly look like midgets standing in the ring or just like just hilariously bad stuff where people be standing, like looking like they're standing like ring level, but they're outside the ring just floating, like shit like that. That's just terrible. Yeah, and I was saying how the uh, I thought the graphics even just looked particularly worse from 2K19. How did that even happen? Like, what do you? I don't know. I don't understand people anyway that are like, because I know they exist. Where every year a new 2K game comes out or a new Madden comes out, and it's like day one they get it, sixty bucks every year. Like I used yeah. to be that way with both Madden and NBA Live. I love both Why? of those franchises. Franchises. I'm sure you do, but it's what is, is has, was there ever such a difference between the two games between that year that you had to spend full price to get the new one like, uh, yeah, right away? Early on, yeah, um, I would say early on it there were leaps in um, in gameplay and uh, what games could do. Um, I would definitely say that's petered off and I almost don't understand why they just don't go to a more seasonal model where you know you have your game and then you know the next season comes out all you really got to focus on is adding the new players and and roster bump and you know those player people who are used to playing full price for a game would definitely pay probably 20 30 dollars just for a roster update for the new season with the new drafts and the new characters. Yeah, if you did that, I mean, it, it, w- it wouldn't be any different than, like, having seasons for something like Destiny. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not, there's not um, huge, what I would say, leaps in the gameplay aspect. I mean, early on, definitely there were, um, just because, you know, the, the learning curve was so... Not learning curve, but like it was, you know, just from one to the next, you would make huge leaps in what they could do with the technology. Well, they'd also they'd also yeah. be changing the controls and stuff where it'd yeah. be like, oh, let's try to do this stuff work from last time. Let's add this in and then let's try this and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, but now I you're, just, you're if, so if dialed did... in on what your game is that really like doing a whole new year, all you're doing is adding new characters. Yeah. Yeah, and if I think if they if they did if they did do that where they up, just updated every season for maybe a couple of years while they worked on a new one, 
Yeah. That would they would be able to to make leaps and bounds, I think, instead of, you know, rushing out every year like, "Oh, we got to get a new one out." Um So I I don't I'm not disappointed at all that there's not going to be another. <coughs> well, well, I yeah. honestly haven't played a sports game in forever. Well, that's the only thing I was disappointed is when we started this quarantine. I remember bitching the poet about that once I was at the store. I was like, ah, oh, right now with nothing going on, I haven't had bought a go- uh, like an EA Sports golf game forever. I used to love getting those, and it turns out they haven't made one since like 2015. I was like, shit. Oh, really? Yeah. It's been a while. They did like, they did like I mean, for all those years, it was Tiger Woods golf, and then when he started sucking, they did, I think they did one like Rory McIlroy. Was it and there hasn't been Rory McIlroy when he went through all that There's trouble. that household name, Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> the thought he was going to be. love him. Yeah, at the time, in 2015, they thought that they dubbed him the next Tiger because he won something. Then he's just falling off the face of the earth, too. too. No. They should just, they, they just, should just it. be like, they should just say fuck it and like, uh, we're doing uh, Happy Gilmore 2020. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they dropped like a legit Happy Gilmore game? If Happy, yeah, if Happy that Gilmore was just amazing. a character for PGA Golf, that would fucking sell, like, it would break the bank. Be you great. play as Shooter McGavin and he that says some fun oh, shit every time he hits the ball. Oh, my God. I. I'm so I'm actually angry right now that I'm saying this because I know this game is never going to happen and I really want it. <laughs> I would just like but like for me like I would want a version that was like just like a true on the nose PGA golf game but also having to include Happy Gilmore. No, that's what I mean. That's what they Gavin should do. Oh yeah. And uh your boy from Mandalorian and Predator, who I can't think of, Carl Weathers. I can't think of his name in that movie. Oh, uh... Chubbs. Oh, Chubbs, Chubb. yeah. Got Chubbs in there with his fucking hand. Has the best line in that movie, too. I think when he's talking to like, uh, telling Happy that they wouldn't let him play in the pro tour anymore, <laughs> Happy goes, oh, I'm sorry, because you're black? Hell no. Damn alligator bit my hand off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh my god, because it's just a... Obvious, huge wooden hand. Oh, uh, I love God. that movie. That's a great movie. That's yes, that would that, that would be they, amazing. They, I didn't realize they didn't make those anymore. Do they still make? I assume they still make the like FIFA. Like they still make the soccer. Oh yeah, right? they still make every every other sport. It's just golf. They've stopped doing it. I mean, I guess with 2015, those last two, they spent a lot of money on because they even got like the Masters on there that golf course. And now since then, I don't know why they haven't done one. But probably There's mostly a just because golf game there. on Game Pass. Um, yeah, you keep milking that one, and I looked at it, and it sucks. There, I, mean, I, said I couldn't it. tell you. I haven't played a golf game oh. or like golf, so I wouldn't know what constitutes a oh. good version. Yeah, of the last golf game I played was one of those, you know, the spinning ball ones that they have in bars sometimes? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Golden Tee, yeah. Oh, Golden so it's been yeah. So, yeah, it's been some years, but that was the last time I think I played one. Just oh. Drunk. I almost... Love I was not broke. no skill at all. Yeah. Just rolling the ball as hard oh, yeah. as I could to 100%. see if it would work. 100%. Oh, I almost broke. I almost broke my wrist on a golden tee. We were drinking. I was like, "Oh, watch this!" I reared back, went all the way off the fucking console, and just pushed my arm straight forward, jacked my hand right into the bottom of the fucking game, and just like, "Ah!" I just about broke my fucking wrist. People uh, ask you about it, and you're like, oh, "It's a golf injury." Yeah, it's a golf injury. Yeah, of course, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You're like the like dude the only- who runs the military surplus store in Springfield. I'm sorry, sir. Did you lose your arm in the war? You know when they tell you to keep your arm inside the school bus? You better listen. <laughs> yeah. That's like when I 
when I hurt my foot, I said it was a hunting injury. It wasn't because I kicked that big butt, big buck hunter pro game. <laughs> and I, I was uh, just telling Liz before we, before I came out here, we started the show was uh, how sore I am. We went for like a walk today, and you know, there's just a lot of hills around here, and it's just, oh God, I'm just, I'm tired. I didn't sleep that much, and my arms are sore. And really, all I've done is like I do a little bit of walking, and I carry my son around, and that's it. Like that's all I do. But like now, I just I'm just old, and that that's just what happens. I don't know. Just gotta just gotta build up that core. Do that every day, and in about two weeks, you be like, oh, I'm mighty dad. I can carry this boy all day. He keeps getting bigger, man. He's 14 pounds now. That's oh, yeah. that's the gains, man. Every like every two weeks, you should add a little more weight on, and that's the, your son's just like. He's like those fucking uh uh was it not Nordic track uh but those dumbbells you can get where like you can just add weight to them as they go. Your kid you just put more food on them in two weeks, boom. You don't got a twenty pound dumbbell, you got a twenty five pound dumbbell and you just keep going. Just tie him to the back of me like Yoda and Empire yeah. and do pull ups. Yeah, hundred percent you should be doing that. You should be doing the the front flips too. With him in, in your backpack. Yeah, yeah, doing the flips. I would maybe not try to levitate rocks, though. Uh, I did weigh myself the other day because we got a scale. We got a scale specifically for him uh, for when we like do anything with the doctor over the computer. Um, if we have to do anything, so like if they need to know his weight. But it's all. it also works for for adults too so i was like oh let me let me see i haven't checked my weight in a while that was a mistake i shouldn't have done that um, well you're still probably i it's i can safely say you're still the lightest person on this podcast so let's just go with that i mean yeah i guess <laughs> I'm, less, I, I'm less than 200 uh, i got that going for me uh, i'm less than 200 if you if you multiply 200 by two that's I not think how I, weight works. I think I was over 200 when I was a freshman in high school. Fuck. I feel like I was born bigger than 200. Okay, you well, won't. now I don't feel so bad. I'm like 173. Oh, yeah, you... Yeah, you big out, fat like fuck. God damn 17 it. Out, uh, 17 inches long and 200 pounds. Like, God damn. That's a big-ass baby. <laughs> Oh, lordy. So, yeah, I got to lose some weight, man. I've been sitting around playing video games too much. It's a problem. Man. Having fun, though. I, 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 finally, I beat uh, the first Resident Evil, which is so funny. I guess it's not the first. It's the remake of the first Resident Evil. It came out in, like, 2001. Uh, oh, yeah. And that, that was really fun. It's good. It's, uh, it's creepy. It's difficult, but not too difficult, like, you know, annoyingly so. It's a very unique experience. Uh, also, it just reminded me of being a kid because I remember when I was like seven or eight, my dad had the first Resident Evil game, and he would like I would help him try and solve puzzles on it. So that was neat. It was, it was a fun time, and it, it felt real good. It felt like I'd been trying to beat that game for years, even though I hadn't really, just because I never did. So it was just like, a nice feeling when I finished it. Some of those Resident Evil games I didn't get into. Like I can't remember if it was two or three where they like. By the time it was on like PS2 or something, where it's like, like all the like hallways you walk through are like, it's like a one angled shop. You run through it and then you go through a door, and it's like that's the cutscene. It's just the door opening and like or the ladder, and it's just like a dark 
just black with the door opening. It's like that's the load screen to the like the next scene or whatever. It's like a yeah, that, that's how the first few games were, and that's how this really? one is too. And oh. It works for this, yeah. But if they like, it would get tiring. I wouldn't want to do it all the time, like because I like the other games uh, that are more. I won't say shooter based, but like you know, they like the over the shoulder third person look. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was worth it because I was like, okay, like I like these characters, I like this universe. I can you know, this is different, but uh, but I like it. I wouldn't want to do that all the time. And you could be like Cloud or whoever it was that just what was that he he is he the one who beat that the remake of Final Fa- the of Final Fantasy already? Yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah. Didn't you say he got all the uh, uh, what do you call 100%. it all the hundred percent? Yeah, he got all the all the trophies. Yeah. Jesus. Don't oh, wait, like hold you on. get all the tr- uh, all the achievements in Red Dead, you nerd. I I'm still short a couple. Oh, what are you short? Uh, the, the bear attack one, um, oh, that bear attack one, what a dumb achievement. Yeah. Attack and survive by 18 bears. Like, I don't know. Like, like, it would be different if through the course of the game, you maybe went through 15 encounters like that, but it's so rare that you go, like, you have to like, let a bear attack you and then survive that attack and then kill the bear. Like, mm, Nine times out of ten, when you get into a fight with a bear, you're shooting that motherfucker from far away so it doesn't attack you. It's like, it's like I have a I have a game that I have an achievement in it. It's for building fifteen prisons in my city skylines game. There's no <laughs> they reason. reward you for building fifteen prisons. Yeah, but there's no reason in this is game America. to build fifteen prisons. You would never ever need fifteen prisons. So you're just Doing it to get an achievement, it's maybe maybe they're stupid. trying to make a political point where they're like, you don't, you're like, you don't need 15 prisons, and then they're like, yeah. What do you think yeah. about that, America? There's there's no reason to have a you finish the last stage of a game with all of you on ghosts and living to the end, but they made us do that. We did it for fucking three hours ten yeah. years ago. The difference well, is that's, that's different though. That's like a challenge. They let you know early on that this achievement is worth zero points. Yeah. They let you know it's a pointless achievement. This one is not a pointless achievement. It gives you actual gamer score. That one was so we can, for the rest of our lives, piss on you for being a shit ghost driver. We'd have got that done in an hour if you knew how to drive a ghost recon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's not at all talk about the first hour, which was Poet thinking we had to do the whole game, so we had to go with him being Rambo and dying. Everybody (laughs) had to do that first whole... Everybody thought that. It wasn't just me. It was that... I can't even remember what fucker came in there and told us, oh, you got to play from the beginning. What? It's Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Man, fuck Big Daddy, little little daddy-ass motherfucker. I feel like we've told that story a million times. Like, you know that that dads always have that story they tell, and they're like, ever tell you about the time? Like, yes. Like, the the time I... feel like Booker's going to get sick of hearing it. I did the meat. My failure at driving a ghost comes up as a joke every fucking two weeks, it seems like, in the chat. So. Yeah, because it was I that bad. I don't bad. say it that much. I, I know you don't. Ren, Ren will never shut up about it. I know that. But Ren's well, usually the one who fucking busts my ass for it the most. Yeah. It's you know what? Ren. How is Ren doing right now? Anybody talked to her recently? 
I'm drunk. Poe will just stop being friends with somebody if they listen to a YouTube video too loud. I found that out this morning. This motherfucker was watching YouTube on his Xbox and then watched a YouTube video and put the video directly in his microphone. It was just in my ha- phone in my hand. It was a video on Facebook that somebody put up, so I was watching it for a second. It was a minute and a half long. It's just old timey, like it was old, like like '60s movies, black and white movies, and it was outtakes. So it's all those classic movies. Then you you see like fucking some famous actor just screwing up, and you're like, oh shit, fuck, I'm never gonna get that right. And it's just like, whoa, that's different. And like, like do they actually say shit and fuck? And it's like one of, the '50s. They, they never say they never say fuck, but it's. Because it's the sixties, but a couple uh, of them okay. did say shit a couple times. But like, ah, like, poppycock. It's it's almost getting to the end, and poet just without any other prompt or not even yelling at me for like, dude, that's in my ear or something. Just goes, dude, I'm gonna hop off the chat. I'm like, what? I'm like, just tell me it's annoying and I'll stop. I didn't even <laughs> think about it. I mean, how often do I tell you YouTube's too loud? I've just tapped out on doing that. I'll just leave the party. <sighs> That, but that one was right up in the grill, and sorry, I have to turn down my own sound in my house just to convenient you. Yeah. When I was yeah. wear I, headphones that put the game volume in your headphones. No, because that's like annoying. A I don't normal like normal human being. I don't like both things in my ear. Like I know it bothers poet that I play video games while we do the podcast. That's why I stopped doing it. It's yeah, only, well, it only bothers me because of the clicking. If I didn't hear the clicking, it wouldn't be a, bo- a bother. You yeah. hear the clicking, but you don't yeah, hear any clicking. I don't, and I literally just noticed it. I haven't heard it, so that's good. Well, it's, you can't hear me. It's the problem. Seriously, masturbating, oh, dude. Every time my ah. controller makes a click, I, I pause for a second and I wait to hear like if he's gonna say something. <laughs> um, no, nah, like one day I'm gonna. You're gonna when you come out here next. I'm gonna show you a, a, a raw episode. And show you like how much I have to cut out of your button clicking. I'm yeah, sure that's it's a sacrifice we make for the business we like, call show. This episode is going to be very similar because I'm going to have to cut recon out a lot. <laughs> I mean, if he keeps busting the batteries out of his remote, it just won't you know what I mean? cut anything. He's doing it himself. That's not very nice. Oh, yeah, I told you earlier, Poet, but I guess we had, I should mention it on the show. I watched Overlord the other day. Recon, oh, have you seen right. that? No. Oh, well, then there you go. Even... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's worth watching. I think it's a good time. Uh, it, I, it, it does, it's kind of slow uh, after the first, maybe like 15 minutes, because uh, you know where it's going. You know, like there's right. some crazy shit the Nazis are doing, you know making monsters or zombies or some shit. But it takes them a while, a little while to get there. But once they do get there, it's really neat. It's it's cool. The the practical effects they use is fantastic. Uh, basically, they come up with like a serum that can bring the dead back to life like reanimator, but it has a, they it has different effects on different people, so it can be like all real big and really fuck them up. Uh Probably the best part about it is they've set up like the captain of this uh, of this village, like this Nazi captain, as the bad guy, and he's been like kept hostage for most of the movie. 
and then he gets away. But while he's getting away, he gets shot in the face, but he's still alive. So he, when they get back, he take he gets back to base. He takes some of the serum and uses it instead of letting himself die. So he spends the rest of the movie with like the bottom half of his jaw blown off. Yum. So it, it looks really cool, but it also confuses the hell out of me because they do this thing where he's talking and he talks like you can understand everything he's saying. It's very perfectly normal. I'm like, he wouldn't sound like that. His fucking jaw is missing. <laughs> Nothing but shakes for that guy after that part. But I guess if you're if you accept what's going on up to that point, why not just let it go? No, I won't do that. It ruined the movie for me and I'll never what watch it again. What you're saying is he that was Malik. Oh, yeah! Malik doesn't have a jaw, does he? I forgot nope. about that. No, this guy has, like, half a jaw. So, I mean, it's still kind of there. Gotcha. I was still in Poet. I just watched that uh, Chris Hemsworth Netflix movie, Extraction, that just came out. I thought about I actually, watching that, yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. A fun little action flick, I'd say. Nothing, nothing crazy or unpredictable in it, but it's fun. Right on. I thought about watching, and then I was like, I passed on it. I don't remember what I did watch. Nothing exciting. I started cool. watching Penny Dreadful, the new season, uh, the new season oh, the series. New series. Yeah, um, so far I'm enjoying it. I like it. I like Penny Dreadful. I really like the first series a lot. Um, I still think season two is one of the, the best seasons of a TV show I've watched, um, and uh, Eva, Eva Green was just spectacular in that whole series. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one um, and seeing where they go. Uh, and so far, it's first episode's really good. I enjoyed it. I've um, been on a big Michael Crichton kick. So I'm reading Sphere, but I also have been listening to Jurassic Park, the audiobook. Mm-hmm. What, what movie have you been watching of Michael Crichton's? Because I feel like you got to round it out. I guess I should. Nothing yet. Uh, if I was going to do something, I guess I could. I would. Well, I don't want to do Jurassic Park because I'm well, you listening. Can't, to... Yeah, you can't watch it. You, you already Jurassic Park's done, so you got to watch like Timeline, Congo, no. Disclosure. Uh, why are you picking like the shittiest movies? Well, that what other ones? What other? I mean, the other ones are uh, like old ones. And Drama is saying they've nah. done a couple. Um, I'll watch. I'll watch ER. Done? He like he he created ER the show. So yeah, I know that. So is that what, really you're gonna go with ER? Okay. I mean, no, I'm not gonna do that. It's a bit of a disappointment. It's not that important to me. A bit of a disappointment. Uh, if by disappointing you mean it kickstarted George Clooney's career. Oh yes, it showed George Clooney's range in that. Yes, Doctor. Okay, Doctor. What do you think of this? Yes. That's that's George Clooney's role in that whole thing. Is very monotone. He's not cool. I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of ER. If that's what kickstarted his career for you, I mean, I uh, I used to watch him on um, uh, Eight is Enough. Or no, no, not Roseanne. What was the? What was, no, what was the one? It was uh, with all the girls, and they lived in the the house, and it was like a spinoff of. Uh, 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 God damn! What was the name of that show? Now I can't even fucking look who's talking. What you talking about, Willis? What was that show? Fucking Webster? No, not Webster, you idiot. Um, the Drummonds. Uh, oh my God! Why is my brain fucking completely melted? Um, the Facts of Life? No. The Facts of Life. Yeah, Clooney was on the Facts of Life. I don't oh. know that. 
Yeah, man. I also bar- I honestly I couldn't tell you anything. I I'm sure that I've seen an episode of ER, I, but I couldn't tell you anything of like I don't remember it. It was like a childhood thing. So I'm not gonna watch ER. Let's just get that out there. You know, well, you you got to pick a, a Michael Crichton movie though, my dude. I watch Congo. Why would you watch Congo over Timeline? Because Congo is bad and entertaining because it's bad. Timeline at least has Paul Walker, Gerard Butler. I mean, it's got like... It's like a D&D episode, sort of. <laughs> sort of. Oh, man. That's, it's, that's cool. I just, I'll just pick... I'll stick with the audiobook. I will say one thing. Like, it, It's so weird how... Because I've read the book before, but it is diff- so different from the movie in a lot of ways. Uh, one thing that is the same, though, uh, Ian Malcolm is just cool as shit. Like, every time he has something to say, like, oh, why is no one listening to this guy? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and, and screaming. Spoiler alert, he's, he turns out to be right. Does oh. Goodness. Well, now I don't have to watch that. Thanks. <laughs> Life finds a way. Does it? And Sphere is good. I'm only like 100 pages into that, so I don't really know. Much yeah. Either e- either you guys watch that new FX show, Devs. I've been watching that. I need to watch the new episode, but it's been pretty good. No. I, I've thought about watching it. Because uh, wh- what's the name of the creator? The guy that uh, he wrote 28 Days Later, he did. Yeah. Um, no, I can't remember his name either, but... um. I don't know. It's it's. I don't think it's as mysterious as they try to list it to be. But Alex Garland. Alex Garland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do. I've thought about watching it, but I think because I, so I a few months ago when I watched uh, Ex Machina, and it was just so like had such a downer, depressing ending. Like it's a good movie, but I still was like, Ugh, I don't you know. When I know when I get the feeling that a show is going to be like real depressing, it has it's really hard for me to like to watch it even if i know it's good like i know that hands made tale is supposed to be really good so i want to watch it but i'm also like this is just going to be really depressing i don't know if i want to watch this yeah no i get that i never wonder like i think that's how how i ended up with like well like breaking bad like like i never watch it but i like it was in the news so much and everybody talked about it i kind of already know everything that basically happens and all the sad and intense parts i'm just like I don't think I need to see this whole thing now. I think I know it, and I'm good. I don't know. See, the upside with Breaking Bad, at least when I was watching it, there are some characters that you can still, like, root for, and you're like, oh, you know, things might turn out okay for them. And for some of them it does. Um, But then there's a lot of things. There's just a lot of shows where, or and movies where I'm like, "I, I don't, if I don't like any of these people, or if I do like them and I know nothing is going to turn out well for any of them, that's hard for me to want to get, you know. Yeah, that's why I stopped. That. That's why I stopped watching that HBO show Succession. I watched the first season. I was like, "This is interesting," but I like by the end of the first season, like I don't fucking like anybody. I'm not going to keep watching this. It was just like I hate everyone. Everyone's going to keep falling on their ass, and it's whatever. And it's just a bunch of good actors and stuff, but I was still like, ah. It's like There Will Be Blood. Like, that movie's really good to watch one time. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there's no redeeming characters. But, like, you want to watch it just so you can get to that milkshake part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, here's a dickhead who's about to murder some other 
asshole religious nut who was just being a dick too. And it's like, good, now I'm glad he's dead because now I'm also glad this guy's clearly going to get busted for killing this guy, apparently. I don't know, but... You think? I don't think so. I think he gets away. Yeah, probably not, but who who cares? He's still a broken old man. Yeah, I... Uh... He don't strike me as a person who cares about being broken because of how rich he is. Yeah. Like, he's broke in a way that he don't realize he's broke, so he's just like... Uh, he's just loving life. I still haven't watched it. I don't know if I ever will. Um, I mean, it's I mean, I, it's one of those things where I can't recommend it. But like, if you don't watch the whole movie and you just watch the milk the milkshake part, it you literally have just like it's not even worth it because like you won't fully appreciate how out of left field that scene like that like yeah whole scene is like when it just happens you're just like and i was reading that like that's uh i was i was watching um some uh like stuff that led me down a rabbit hole about that movie and that is apparently uh believed to have come from like a court case where a guy basically made that quote clearly not as dramatized as uh daniel day lewis did it but um god damn that shit is so funny though i didn't know that came from an actual court case that is interesting i mean i get that it's it's funny how there are some movies tv shows not so much because i guess it's it'd be a lot harder to get away with that uh but there are some movies where it's hard to say that they're good or that you should watch it but like the experience is is really interesting. Like Tusk, I would say Tusk is a really interesting experience as a as a movie where I'm like, oh, you should watch it because it's fucking weird. You won't like. There's not really another movie like that. When I say it's a good movie, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. But. See, those are the exact kind of things like I don't have an interest in. It's like that one movie. What is it? The Room or whatever. Where, like, yeah. people, like, it's just, like, the most batshit, insanely bad movie, but people love to watch it because of, yeah. like, and I'm just like, no, I have no interest in that. I don't like watching those. Uh, there's some, the, the Room, there is something weird about The Room. I do occasionally enjoy watching old, cheap, like, B-movies from, like, the 70s and 80s, because those are, if you can find a good one, they are insanely funny it's i don't know who is making the decision on some of those movies but it's insane the things that they, there's one so there's a movie called deadly prey have you guys ever seen it uh-huh. i think it was in the 80s uh and it's about it's about this guy and he uh he's like taking the trash out one morning and then a van pulls up and a bunch of guys take him they pull him into the van and drive off and he gets you know, knocked out, and they put a bag over his head. And when they pull the bag off, he's at like a military camp in the woods, or you know, not too far away. And they're like, "You're here to help us with our training. We're gonna put you in the woods, and we're gonna hunt you." Because I guess that's how the military trains. I don't know who came up with this program or why they thought it was a good idea, but that's what they do. So they put him out there. What they don't know. He is also former military and a total badass, and he takes them out. And like one of the best parts of the movie, so there's like this guy who is essentially the the, the lead, the leader of the bad guys, aside from like the colonel or whatever, who is in charge. 
uh, and he like murders the guy's wife because at one point they just go get the wife because they think they can use the wife against him because he keeps murdering all their guys. And he murders the guy's wife. So he runs up and protagonist cuts off the bad guy's arm with a machete and then picks up the arm and beats the shit out of the guy with his own arm. I mean, it's dude, pretty fantastic. Wife. Who, who is that star of this? Some guy. Like, Some that's the thing. Guy. These movies, yeah. like, these, yeah, you don't know who these people are. Yeah. You'll never see them in I anything I thought maybe else. it was, like, you know, like, somebody, like, you might know, like, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Oh, you know what? That is fair. There are some Frank Stallone movies I've seen that are, that are ridiculous. Like, oh, my God. Why did you do this, Frank? Hey, man. They were like, hey, we can't get Sylvester. Would you like to be in this money? movie? And they're like, you'll pay me? Yeah, I'll do it. I just remember, well, I can't remember what movie it was I first saw him in. I think it was some kind of werewolf thing. Uh, like, you know, real, again, really cheap movie. And uh, I was like, that guy looks something familiar about that guy and then like i saw the credits and it was like starring frank stallone and i was like frank stallone that guy's call him and change his name to stallone because he kind of looks like sylvester stallone so he thought it would help his career nope turns out <laughs> that is sylvester stallone's brother and it totally sounds like yeah, that would be a fake name like it does, because yeah, like oh, it's not because even the first names are not self. You had a brother, is like you two brothers. One is Sylvester, the other one is Frank. What the exactly. what? Exactly. Like that uh, just sounds lazy by the parents. Like ah, oh, Sylvester, <laughs> we're gonna name you after your great great grandfather. I love. It. The only time I think of Frank Stallone, it's not even a movie. It's just that was one of my favorite because I used to love Norm Macdonald on fucking SNL when he did Weekend Update. Anytime he had some weird news story, it's like... In Princess Anne, Maryland, state health officials have discovered what caused the mysterious death of 200,000 fish at a Somerset County fish farm. The culprit? You guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> like, that was the end of the bit. It was, you know, like, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. But, yeah, Frank Stallone is... When you watch those, like, shitty movies, there's a good amount of them on, like, Amazon Prime. Uh, that's where I usually watch them. Frank Stallone is the kind of guy that does pop up from time to time, and he's clearly the the biggest actor that kind of movie can afford, but they can only get him for, like, ten minutes, so, like, the way they cut the movie is very... <laughs> very like, there's a lot of times where, like, if Frank, like, say Frank Stallone's in it, you see him from behind, and it's very clearly not Frank Stallone, but, like, that was the best they could do. Oh, man. It's, it's so funny watching movies like that with that kind of stuff in mind. I, I, I don't know. That is that that kind of stuff is funny to me. The room is like the room. It just makes me feel awkward. And I've never watched the whole thing because I've seen like parts of it. I'm like, this just feels uncomfortable. Like I'm embarrassed for the people that made this. Yeah. Well, the guy, the guy who's acting in it, the guy who made it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I I can never get into those uh, so bad it's good theories. I was like, no, this is just bad. <laughs> Well, like it sort of became, it sort of became this its own thing. Yeah, I know. And I guess in the '90s, probably because of like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, so suddenly, I think there were people who were deliberately trying to make movies, and they're like, oh, "It's so bad, right?" Uh, but really, it was just awkward and not fun. I mean, I admit I'm a fan of some bad movies, but I can't say they're like that bad. Where it's just like, I mean, that's like. Who filmed this and said ship it as like yeah this thing's done like that's how bad that one is like a, a movie I still think I know is a bad movie but I still watch from time to time I still have it on DVD is a uh, fucking Hudson Hawk Bruce Willis oh, yeah. is like 
first movie out on his own. Uh, I like. I'm a. I'm a fan of the uh, late '90s action movies. So like Face Off and Con Air, like terrible. Oh yeah, they are not good movies. But I love. I will watch if they they were on right now. I'd be watching them. Like it's just. I would. You know, it's funny. You were just talking about how you know they pay B movies paid for that one famous actor they could get, and like he's in it for it, and then he's gone. I literally just thought of that action movie. What was that? Um. Oh, Deep Blue Sea, where it's like it's like. It's just an over-the-top action movie of smart sharks. You're like, oh, Samuel Jackson, uh, he's going to be fine. At, like, 20 minutes of the movie, he's giving an epic speech, and he just fucking gets eaten. It's like, oh, shit, Sam Jackson's dead. It's like, oh, I remember watching that. I Admittedly, I was high as fuck that first time I saw that, and that just kind of like, I don't think I can keep watching this right now. Sam Jackson just got ate. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Uh, but if you do do drugs, do drugs. Oh, no? Is that not the message we're going for? Okay. Nah, nah, nah. We have uh, children that listen to the show, sir. Yeah, we have uh, children who are on the show sometimes, sir. Who do you have? Oh. I was kidding. I don't think we have... Do we have any kids that listen to this? Unless, unless your kid is on here and you put him to bed listening to the sweet monotones of Jedi Poet. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I guess occasionally you hear him. I prefer the dulcet tones of Jedi Poet, not monotone, you jerk. Uh, you're pretty monotone. You fell asleep to my dulcet tones last night. I honestly don't even know if I'm pronouncing that word. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't like how you said that because it yeah. made it sound like you guys were in bed together, yeah, which is no fine. Shit. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but you're like, you fell asleep to my tones last night. Yeah, yeah. Don't say that in front of company, poet. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, they don't need to know our private shit. <laughs> I just remembered something else I watched that I can mention real quick if you guys care. And I'm sure you guys have seen this. Uh, so Booker was sleeping on me the other day, so I couldn't go anywhere. So I just like, so when he does that, I know he'll be asleep for a while. So I just put on a movie. Uh, so I put on Universal Soldier. <coughs> Classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was good. Man, Dolph Lundgren just chews the scenery in that movie. He was so good. <laughs> so funny. Uh it was I it's funny, I guess that for some reason I expected a better movie than it was because I really liked the premise, but then like it it, it turns into a pretty typical early nineties action movie, which is fine. Like I knew like, I, I I've seen Van Damme movies, I know what they become, but I don't know. For some reason I set myself up for like this really cool movie. But I wasn't entirely disappointed. This is a good time. Um, you get one Jean-Claude Van Damme movie for the rest of your life. What movie are you choosing? Of Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Career. Street Fighter, both of Street you. Street Fighter. That's terrible. I mean... Dude, I, that, that has that has him. That has Raul Julia as Bison. Mm-hmm. That also has um, uh, Ming-Na as fucking Chun-Li. Yeah. She's really young in that, but that's her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I forgot that was her. I mean, I gotta go with something that showcases his fighting better. Um, if I don't go with Bloodsport, I guess I go with Time Cop. If I'm choosing look, a Batman movie, I just don't find his fighting that interesting. It's fine, like it's fun, and for the kind of movies that he made, it's not like Jackie Chan. Like the, lately, I've been in the mood for like a good Jackie Chan movie, oh, and man, not like Rush Hour. 
but I mean like a Chinese, like one that he made in China. Legend like, of who the am I? Legend yeah, of the Dr- Drunken Master still Yeah, Drunken Master is great, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just love that his style of basically getting the shit kicked out of him, but constantly coming back from it somehow. Like, there's something so endearing about it where you're like, you got this, Jackie. <laughs> Rumble yeah. in the As opposed Bronx. to Van Damme, who's like, I'm going to kick everyone's ass and do the splits. Um, Rumble Although in the Bronx didn't... is another good one. Oh, Rumble yeah. in the Bronx. That one kind of fucked me up for a little bit because I, I was kind of younger and watching it, like, they throw that one guy through the wood chipper and the other guy has to basically carry him back in a garbage bag. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that did, that stuck with me too. I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, "Whoa!" I guess I didn't. I had that problem because I remember, like, how was I about ten, maybe twelve, when RoboCop came out, and like I made my mom take me at like ten or twelve to see RoboCop in the theaters. Yo, once you see once you see my dude get shot up at the beginning of that movie, yeah, ain't nothing phasing you after that, my dudes. That scene in uh, in uh, Scarface is a walk in the park after RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop. I think I felt I thought a lot of RoboCop when I was watching Universal Soldier because it was like I was watching a worse version of RoboCop. Yeah, I mean they only had a cool armor that RoboCop has. You got that weird eyepiece in front of their eye. I don't know. It's strange. But they do got that that time when they run down the dam. Oh yeah, that was. I mean, that was that was cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. Like, because when I read the, so keep in mind is like I didn't really know that much about the movie except I. Was heard that the about first time you'd seen it? It was the first time I'd ever seen it. Oh, I thought. I guess I didn't realize that. I thought you were watching, like you were rewatching it. No, that was the first oh, time I'd ever seen it. And when you read the synopsis time. on on Amazon, it the synopsis makes it sound like the, the premise just sounds awesome. Of like. Uh, two Vietnam vets who killed each other, uh, or two soldiers who killed each other in Vietnam, uh, are b- back in modern day because they've been part. You know, they were brought back to life for this program. Like that sounds cool. Let's see how that goes. And then like that didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. Yeah, I think that movie was a they spent most of when the, it came out. I think it was. Yeah, I'm sure it did very well. Uh. It was the perfect style for like that that era of uh, action movie. Speaking of, of that era of action movies, I just watched uh, um, like a history of Tango and Cash, and like originally, like how that was supposed. It was supposed. It was that movie was created um, as a vehicle for Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Um. But then, uh, at the last minute, Schwarzenegger didn't want to do it. And I can't remember who they went to next, but that person either passed on it or was going to do it and then didn't do it. And then so they scrambled and they grabbed Kurt Russell, who was only kind of known for doing TV at the time. And he had only really done, um, what was it, Tequila Sunrise or something? I can't remember. So yeah, he yeah. he didn't really have no action movies under his belt. It was like he was kind of like it was like a drama. I think that was the movie he was in, but he was like a TV star. And then like all the crazy shit and like how like they were almost done with the movie, and then 
I think it was what's his name um, from Kevin Smith's story, Peter. Uh, John Peters. John Peters. Yeah, I think it was him. Uh, he went somewhere and saw these giant construction vehicles and was just like, "Yo, we gotta have these giant construction vehicles in an action sequence at the end of the movie." And that's why there's this like random like fight scene in this construction, like with these giant vehicles just running around in the background. God, I just remember when that movie came out just being like, yo, this movie is the shit. I still like that movie. I think that's a fun God, movie. Dude, it's just chock full of fucking like 80s one-liners and like, God, that movie was amazing. And it's so funny, like I didn't realize like that Kurt Russell didn't have no, like he wasn't really the star that we know him as when that movie came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody was a nobody at some point. Yeah, I know, but I just feel like when that movie came out, it just felt like a movie starring, like, too big. Like, when I think back on it, it feels like it was starring too big, like, action. Like, this is Escape from New York, motherfucking Kurt Russell. You know what I mean? And so to think that that came after Tango and Cash is like, oh, wait a minute. What? What now? Yeah. So, I feel like we gotta uh, we gotta do a commentary episode for a movie. I think it'd be fun to do like one of those action movies. It'd be a good time. Maybe I don't know. Ah, uh, goddamn it! Your wife? We gotta go. I'm poet. I'm Billy. I'm Recon, and I shut up. Good night. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Finally, the votes are in, and Entertainment Weekly has chosen its funniest man alive. And who is the funniest man alive? You guessed it. Jedi Poet. Jedi <laughs> Poet.